Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live at Radio Row. Man, we got a huge day, right? You had the NBA trade deadline where um, where James Harden is now a Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons and Seth Curry and Andre Drummond are now Brooklyn Nets. There's some other movement. Get to that half past the hour. But um, this is a little uncomfortable. I mean, Jason Stewart and I are big Charger fans, and Jason Stewart has a restraining order. I mean, I'm, Justin Herbert joins us. Did you did you get, like, is this a gray area where he can be closer than six feet to you for this? I'm, I'm, we're kidding, of course. No, How I are think you? it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Thanks for having me. Um, okay, look, we I know we got pitches and t- other stuff to talk about. Can we just talk about the Raider game? Is that okay? Yeah. It's- no, because you were amazing. Like, but but the whole way the last drive in regulation went down was really interesting and really unique, right? Where it wasn't just that they were all fourth downs and fourth down conversions and stuff, but, I mean, you were taking legit deep shots. And 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 the close-ups of you on NBC was, like, the rest of us are dying a slow death, and you're just kind of in there and... What, what was that experience like for you? It was an incredible opportunity. You know, you take a look at Sunday night football, playing to get in the playoffs. It doesn't get much better than that. And the only way it does is if you win that game. And that's the unfortunate part about the NFL is, um, you know, we gave everything we had and it didn't go our way. And all that we can do now is react and uh, come together this offseason, have a good offseason of getting better to, to continue learning that offense uh, so that we have a chance next year. Okay, but how do you... How do you keep the emotions in check? Like, even the last throw for the touchdown, I'm sitting there at home, and I'm gripping my chair, and I'm telling everybody to be quiet, and I got the sound way up. I'm nervous. I have nothing to do with it. Nothing. And yet, you seemed unflappable, and I mean, you're throwing seeds. Well, thank you. Okay? How, but how do you, uh, like, what, what is the process that your brain is able to disconnect from the magnitude of those fourth down plays? I think one of the greatest things about our team is we don't get too high and we don't get too low. You know, you're going to have these great plays of, of touchdowns, and at the same time, you're going to throw interceptions, incompletions, and it's all about how you react to the next play. And, you know, we had those situations of, we've got to complete this this fourth down. We've got to convert this, and um, you know, hopefully it's the last fourth down we have to convert, but the next drive we had one, and we just kept having them, and you don't have a choice. You have to keep doing that, and um, you know, I think that's the great thing about our team. They, they understood that, and, and we, we got it worked out. Brandon Staley joined us last year, okay, uh, this week, and I asked him straight up because we were coming off of the Green Bay game against Tampa where Green Bay chose mm-hmm. to kick the field goal, right? And he said that I will never do that. That's not, I don't, the analytics tell you that's not the, so what we heard him, they all say they're going to go for it. Every, it's like, it's like you never notice this when a defensive coordinator gets a job, they all say we're going to be more aggressive, right? If that was the case, then by now, you know, 100 years of football, you're blitzing every possession. So nobody's really as aggressive, with the exception of Brandon Staley. Ha- was there ever a fourth down that you went for it where you're like, this guy's out of his mind? I mean, the own, your own 18-yard line? Was there ever a time where you're like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Selfishly as the quarterback, I want to go for it on every fourth down. you know, And, and that's not my decision to make. But there, are, there have been times where I think there was the fourth and nine that we converted against uh, Kansas City in week sure. three where, you know, 
he believes in us. I believe in us. You know, let's go get it. You know, and, and we believe in those guys. And and for him to believe in us, um, you know, we might not always get it, but we're, I know that we're going to send out the defense, and I know that they're going to come up with the stop because it, it's team football. It takes all three phases, and uh, for him to kind of put his faith in us like that, it means the world to us. It, it it's it's pretty remarkable to watch. It has to energize you though to see one of your contemporaries, a guy who he came out same year of the draft in Joe Burrow, get to this game. Um, what what impresses you about Burrow and what he's been able to do with his football team? He's a competitor, you know, and he finds a way to win, and that's what you respect most about the quarterback position. And, and I think Matt, Matt Stafford is right there as well. You know, they got to this game their separate ways, but you have to respect that they've been able to win games. And when it's crunch time, when it's fourth quarter, overtime, you know those, those guys are going to show up. Justin Herbert's joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, you got to go to the Pro Bowl and play in the Pro Bowl. But it, it was it became like two hand touch. Like, what, what was it? What was it really like? It was a fun week, you know, to be able to share the field with those guys and, and learn more about, um, you know, all the guys that you go up and compete against, the guys that you watched. Um, I thought that part was awesome. The game might have been a little slower than I'm used to, uh, but to be able to, to go out there, have fun, learn a new offense, meet some new coaches, um, I thought it was a great experience. Do you have like an off switch? Can you turn off the the, the reading the defense and 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 trying to make specific throws within the offense and just go out there and let it let it rip and have some fun? Do you do you have that ability? That's a tough question. I don't know if I have that. I, I think. We're we get so trained into to doing it a certain way of looking at the slot defender, the weak safety, and seeing you know what defense they're in. We didn't watch a whole lot of film that week, so that part was kind of nice to, to just have to go out there and play. Um, but it's one of those things that uh, you got to work on. Pack Northwest guys, right? Got to kind of st- stay together. Uh, Cooper Cup. How how has he become the best wide receiver in the league? As as a guy who works with Keenan, with Mike Williams, yep. with you know even Austin is a tremendous tremendous uh, weapon out of the backfield, but Cooper is ridiculous. Uh, what is it that allows him to to get open so often on such a variance of route? It's not like there's just one thing he does. He does almost everything well. What is it from your perspective? Yeah, it's, it, it started back at Eastern Washington, correct? So um, my brother, my older brother played at Montana State, and so I was able to watch those games. Didn't uh, you guys play against Eastern? Was he there when you played? No, I, w- I missed him by a year. Okay. And so I know he was there with Vernon Adams a little bit, and then Vernon came and, and quarterbacked at Oregon for a year. Right. Um, but, you know, he, he was successful then, and, and there's no – it's not an accident that he's having all the success now because he's he's put in the work and he's been able to, to be so special and so talented over the, the course of his career and you know it's awesome that he's now getting the recognition that he deserves so your brother go like dude this guy's a beast he, he knew yeah we knew back then when when he was coming out that uh, he was a pretty special player Stug Gottlieb show Fox Sports Radio Justin Herbert is is joining us how do you I mean you've always had um a a kind of peace and balance about you but I would guess walking around this week you're a pro bowler You've generated an immense amount of respect. How do you stay at that level? How do you not let it get to your head to where you walk around a little bit differently? I think you always have to realize that what you could do better. You know, you take a look at this last season, and, and I turned the ball over 15 times, and that's too many. And there's so, still so much more room for improvement of stepping up in the pocket, getting the ball out quick, making those smart decisions, and uh, continuing to learn this offense that was new to me this last year. And so having another year of that, um, you know, and the ultimate goal is to be back here, but not doing interviews, but yeah. playing in the game and, and practicing. So that, that place is... SoFi is amazing. I went to the the Raider game, which was cool, not just because you beat the Raiders and they had a bunch of fans, but also because there's literally lightning bolts outside, right, with the thunderstorm. It's like the Raiders got to win. I mean, the Chargers got to win when there's lightning bolts outside. But um, 
on that field, is there a difference when you're playing on a stadium that, that's big and bold? Like, does it matter? To, I'm not that does it matter. Is there a different feel with different stadiums? I think there is. You know, I think the best part about SoFi Stadium is that it's technically indoors, but at the same time, uh, you get the weather from the outside. And so you know that you're going to get great weather. It's going to be 60, 70. Um, it's air conditioned, and the surface is great, too. So we've never had any issues. So uh, your Super Bowl plans, you go into the game, you watch in the game, or are you going to stay away from the game because it's, it's hard to watch somebody else do what you want to be doing? That's a great point that you bring up. I think I'll end up watching the game uh, as a fan and as a competitor as well because you can always, you know, turn on that switch of, of watching football. Um, but at the same time, you bring up a good point of, you know, you ultimately want to be in that game. Who was your guy growing up? Like everybody, like you're a quarterback. Who is because, who you know, there was the, the early generation slightly before you, right, with uh, Marino, Montana, and, and Elway, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the uh, Peyton and Brady, and by the way, now like you competed in the same field, you know, as as, as Brady and, and those guys and, and the Big Ben. Who was your guy when you were growing up? Uh, growing up, it was Tom Brady. Uh, you know, he was the pinnacle, and I think Peyton Manning is up there as well. And um, you know, watching Can you imagine those guys, doing it at 44. I no one's been able to do that quite like him, and, and that's what's so special about him is over the course of the past two decades, three decades. Um, you know, he, he's, he's fought and he's continued to win and he finds a way to win. Okay, so you have the Meta hat, right? Meta's the, the, the new face. Facebook is now Meta. But now, did you get an Oculus? Did they give you an Oculus with this thing? Uh, so I actually had a couple um, from the past year and a half. And so I got into it way before this. And, um, you know, it's been so much fun just playing those games with friends and especially during the whole coronavirus, um, you know, isolation period of, you know, you couldn't leave and, and you had to find some way to, to get connected with your friends. And I thought that was awesome. But the, the, can you... I, I, my son has the new Oculus, right? He got mm-hmm. it, got it for, for Christmas. So he's on that. He loves that deal, right? Um, but can you determine which friends get in? Or somebody's sitting there playing, you know, playing Gorilla Tag. And you're like, wait, wait, that's Justin Herbert playing Gorilla Tag. I, can you limit who gets in on your games? Yeah, there's a way that you can control the privacy of your, your okay. group member for sure. Okay. Um, what is your game on Oculus? Um, I actually play a lot of golf and ping pong. So those are games that you can play online with your friends. And so we get pretty competitive. I don't know if you know this. But we do things for Bet Rivers. Like ping pong. People bet a ton on ping pong. Really? Yeah. I never would have ex- expected that. Are you any good at ping pong? No, I'm not. Yeah, we have a ping pong table in our, our team room. And there are some guys on our team. Steven Anderson, Braden Fajoko. Uh, those are two guys you don't mess with on the team. All right. Well, listen. Uh, awesome year. Next year, playoffs, please. Playoffs. We're not, we're not asking. We don't have to be suitable. Yeah. Playoffs, please. We're, we're doing our best, and, you know, we think really highly of our team, and I know that's something that we're capable of doing. He's the best. He's Justin Herbert, of course. Meta Quest 2, new virtual reality headset. I can. You don't even have to test for it. I can. My son plays it literally every day and loves that thing. And, of course, you can play with friends all around the country, all around the world. Justin, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. Awesome. Thanks for having me. The, the Pro Bowler joining us. Anthony Anderson will join us upcoming next. But first... You know, the, the best thing you can have to restart your day is a great night's sleep, right? And you can accomplish that with a Sleep Number 360 smart bed. They've done studies where you get almost 100 hours more proven quality sleep a year. What does that allow you to do? You feel better waking up, which will make you eat better, make you exercise better. Heck, you're in a better mood. All these things because of proven quality sleep. Spend more time with your family. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It starts with sleep number adjustability. It's time for Sleep Number's ultimate sleep number event. Save 50%. On the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed Plus, special financing for limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Doug. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payment required, sleepnumber.com slash Doug. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. 
and that means sleep number. Remember, this is sleep number's ultimate sleep number event. You save up to 50%. Sleepnumber.com slash Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. It doesn't even have to be hardcore uh, sports fans because most everybody I know plays fantasy football. And so when I say the name Alexander Madison, you're like, oh, I know that guy. There's a guy that, I mean, several times a year, right? He's starting a running back for the Minnesota Vikings, and he's going to score touchdowns. So when you're in a need, that's a great guy to pick up. And uh, I'm guessing Alexander Mad- Madison, who joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show of the Minnesota Vikings. You're walking around L.A. Is San Bernardino still home? Yep. And when, mm-hmm. you're, when you're home, if people come up to you. But when I told people I was having you on, I'm like, man, you tell him. I, I love it when Dalvin Cook's out because I know <laughs> he's going to get the ball and he's going he's to score such as he's going to win us a fantasy game. How, how often do you hear from people in regards to your fantasy contributions, maybe even more so than how your team does? A lot. Yeah. Uh, probably, I'd say like 80% of my interactions when it comes to someone noticing me or someone recognizing me, uh, it's, it starts off with, uh, can I get a picture? And then it follows up with, I love you, you saved my fantasy team. <laughs> or um, most of the interactions in person are, are love, uh, but you know, a lot of the DMs might be because I didn't get them the fantasy points they needed, but a lot of fantasy. Well, there's also the vulture touchdowns, right? That's when that's when you know Dalvin will make a play, get you down the field, and then they take him out, and then you get this chance to score the touchdown. Yeah. People what? hate that. Huh? People hate that one. Some people hate it. Some people okay. like it, right? Yeah. But a lot, a lot yeah. of people hate it because you draft Dalvin, Dalvin so high. What's that like on the sideline, though, when you're going, when you go tap him on the shoulder? What, what, what is the actual interaction? Yeah. Like? I mean, most of the time, it's the other way around. Most of the, <laughs> a lot of times, I've gotten, like, really close, and then I already know. I get up off the ground, and I know he's coming in to get the, get the touchdown. But when, it, when it's the other way around, uh, usually it'll either be, like, he's really tired or – um, maybe he got hit out of bounds and he's kind of like getting up slow and he'll send me in. Um, and then, you know, I'll come out and he'll be, he'll be breathing hard or something. And I'll just be like, hey, man, that's for you. Like, my bad. You're like, you good, little bro. Uh, okay, so obviously there's coaching change. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what, what, what's, your, what, what's your reaction to the decision that they made? Because you have a GM yeah. change, you have a coaching change, like complete change in everything they're, they're doing uh, in, in, the, in the building. I think, I think it'll be a change for the better. Um, you know, I, I love Rick, I love uh, Zim, and you know, as, as people, they're great. As leaders, they're great. Um, but you know, it comes down to sometimes you just need to change. Um, and I think you know, it's, it's just that time to, to go down a different route and see how that might go. And I think, especially with the leadership that we have up front um, and the new people that we, we're going to bring in, I think we have a, a great shot of you know playing on on the weekend coming up. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting because I mean, for you, I mean, Zim, Zim, uh, you know, obviously there was always some buttons to have with the offense side of the ball, but he wanted to run the football, mm-hmm. so that was good. On the other hand, you hire an offensive coordinator who clearly wants to run the football as well. Yeah. So that's got to make you feel good. It's not like there, you have somebody like, hey, I don't really need running backs. You just need to <laughs> you just need pass pro. That's all we run. Yeah, yeah. No, I I love what I see out of that offense. Um, so, you know, bringing that to Minnesota, I think, is going to be something that can really help us. Um, that offensive-minded uh, head coach might be something that I think we, you know, as, as a change that we might need. Um, you know, having a defensive-minded head coach, 
for for several years. I think now uh, we can see the other side of the table. What what's your reaction to Green Bay? Uh, not just losing, but losing their fir first game. You you guys played against them twice. Mm -hmm. It it did seem like they were a. Um, an awesome football team. Here they were as healthy as they had ever been, and they couldn't really move the ball against San Francisco. But you've seen them up close. What did you mm -hmm. think when you saw it in the playoffs? Uh, I, I, I definitely thought that was going to be a close game uh, because San Fran, they had just been, you know, they've been catching fire, you know, the, the last couple games and, uh, you know, pretty explosive on offense. But, uh, yeah, it was shocking to me to see how that game went because I, I did hi have high hopes that Green Bay might be a team that uh, could be playing on, you know, in, in, the, big, in the big game. But, um, you know, some things just don't go your way sometimes. And I've, I've learned that uh, throughout my career and seeing some teams that I feel like we should have beat um, when you look at the statistics. Your Arizona, at, game this yeah. year, your Arizona game oh, this yeah. year, right? Oh, man. I'm sorry to bring up a bad moment, but, like, oh. you know, you get down, easy, makeable field goal indoors. All right, we're going to win this game, you know, oh. on the road and go home. And then a kicker misses a very makeable yeah. kick where you feel like we were the better team that day. Is exactly. that fair? Exactly how it is. And um, even in Baltimore, you know, we're up um, – I don't know if we were up three scores at, at one point, but, you know, they come back and win in overtime. Um, you know, you, you have the, all these games where you feel like you're having in Detroit. You know, we're up and they come back and win the last play of the game. And, you know, those are all pivotal moments that, that could change the whole season and just, oh, man, it's so close. What, what is that like to lose that game to Detroit, a team that, that let's just be honest, you not a great one. Right. But what's, like, in the locker room, mm -hmm. on the way home, What's that feeling like? Just, just like that moment of silence right there. Um, I was sitting on the sideline after that game for I don't know how long, just kind of it, it, it was kind of a similar feeling of the Arizona game. Um, it was just it was terrible. <laughs> that's, that's really probably the only way. All I right, can so let, let, let's turn this. The best feeling you had this year was, was when? Oh, man. Uh, Seattle game. Seattle game was pretty big. Um, we owed them that. They, you know, they had beat us the two previous years, um, and both of those years, uh, for some reason, Dalvin ended up coming out of the game, and I finished the game off. Um, but just came down to it, they and they beat us. And so this this year, I ended up starting that game, and uh, you know, talking to the O line, talking to Kirk, talking to everyone on that offense. We we really owed them that. Um, that L that that they've been giving us we owed them back one and coming out victorious and and really doing it in a uh, in a sense that was really firm and not not something that was a close game yeah uh, but winning by two scores and you whooped their ass and yeah and yeah. and that felt amazing yeah <laughs> when you when you score a touchdown like how long does it take because there's I mean there's just got to be such adrenaline right and especially if it's a short yardage you're, there's all different things that you're thinking about, you're worried about. You score a touchdown. How long does it take before you can remember what you're supposed to do after you score a touchdown? You know what I mean? And like, yeah. <laughs> I, like I, sometimes guys like black out. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know if you like, if you're immediately with it. I want to go into my touchdowns. I want to keep the football. I want to throw it in the stands. Yeah. Or if it's just kind of all natural. What you score a touchdown? What is what's going on in your head? Usually, I I'll think of something before that, like during the week, and then when I score, just I forget. Yes. And it's whatever emotions I have during that play. Like if I break ten tackles and score, I don't know what's gonna happen. I might that will be a blackout celebration. But if it's something where it's you know uh, something where you kind of sell in a yeah, little bit, then yeah. you can kind of you can plan something a little more. Um, I am gifted.
okay? Uh, it's an e E60 show. What, what is it? Uh, yeah, I'm Gifted is my, is my brand. It's, uh, it's more than a brand. It's a movement. Um, you know, we, we believe that everyone is born with the gift. You just have to find it, embrace it, and use it to spread some light into the world. And okay. we really emphasize uh, good mental health practices and spreading love and positivity. Okay, so you grew up Inland Empire, right? In, yep. in, in San Bernardino. Yep. When did you know football was, was your gift? Um, when I was a kid and the other sideline and players would say, watch number two, watch number two, watch number two, before we even start the game, uh, you know, during like the kickoff. And that was, that was a moment, you know, I didn't really realize it at the time because it just happened every week. Uh, but looking back on it, you know, hearing coaches and respect from other parents on other teams say like, we'll see you on Sundays one day. Um, that was, that was a, that was big to me, you know, as a kid. And I think that's when I, I really fell in love with the game, just watching it. My brother was playing. I wasn't old enough to play left play yet and uh, I fell in love with the game and never looked back yeah well and I am gifted is not just about sports right I mean it's, it's yeah it's way more yeah it's it's really uh our main focus is spreading that love and positivity and you know w whatever gift you might have it could be playing the piano it could be a doctor it could be anything um it's 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 inside of you. you just have to find it embrace it and then we really just I really just love to see people do what they love so you know if you're motivated to do anything it is i am gifted is to let you know that you can do it just put some effort into it some time into it how can people find out more um at criticclothing.com that is where our all of our merchandise is is sold um but on instagram at i am gifted 25 um or if you follow me at, on instagram uh, if you look up alexander madison TikTok, instagram twitter um i always share different things uh share my page we have our link um, and really, it, it is, uh, I think, going to New Heights this year. We're really trying to get the movement going. And it's way more than just some merchandise, way more than just my logo. But right. it really is a, a brand that people can understand uh, is is really from the heart. No, it's 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 more than a passion project, but you have you have a ton of passion yeah. behind behind this project, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to touch lives, you know. So if we can do that, um, that's that's all that that all that's all that matters. Hey man, great to catch up with you. Congrats on another year in the league. Can't wait to see you vulture some more touchdowns from Dalvin next year. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I can get some on my own. That's uh, Alexander Madison. Alexander, thanks so much for for joining us. Let me get you to Dan Byer and get you a quick update. Dan, what do you got? Doug, the trade finally went down today. Ben Simmons dealt by the 76ers to the Brooklyn Nets in a trade that will send James Harden to Philadelphia. Now, the Sixers are trading Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks to Brooklyn for Harden, who will opt into the final year of his contract for next season. As for the draft picks, Nets get an unprotected first-rounder coming up this summer and a protected first-round pick in 2027. The Bucks acquired Clippers forward Serge Ibaka in a team deal that sends Dante DiVincenzo to the Kings and Marvin Bagley from Sacramento to Detroit. Dallas has dealt Kristaps Porzingis in a second rounder to the Wizards in a trade that sends Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans to the Mavericks. Wizards also sent forward Montrez Harrell to Charlotte. Celtics got Derek White in a deal from the Spurs while Boston traded guard Dennis Schroeder to Houston. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said there's no change with the status of spring training as the lockout continues. Another bargaining session with the union expected 
expected on Saturday. Manfred said the signs are in agreement on a universal DH. Pitchers and catchers, by the way, scheduled to report starting next week. The general belief is that a deal would have to get done by the end of this month for opening day to take place on March 31st. Doug, back to you. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Anthony Anderson is going to join us. And by the way, he's like promoting the city of Los Angeles. If you were going to promote the city of Los Angeles, okay, to it like in the tourism board, mm-hmm. what would you do? How would you do? It? I mean, I, wouldn't you just go like stand outside and and take a picture and put the temperature up and you're like <laughs> that would be the beach is also a draw there is there's something about the pacific ocean and the west coast beach as opposed to say a florida beach in in the atlantic ocean there's different different feel beach is what i would i would promote well, what we talked about a couple weeks back right was that the one of the bigger symbols of los angeles is the santa monica pier yeah but nobody who lives here goes to the santa, santa monica, monica pier, pier. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's always the image of it it's like our, one of our the first things you think about as an outsider but it's one of the last places i'm gonna go you know what's interesting about the beach it does feel good to like like today like if you're like go for i'm not a runner but if i was ever gonna run today is the day where you yeah. run right because you'd run along the beach but the actual water it's like people don't know, like, the water in California is always cold. Yeah. It's <laughs> you know? freezing. It's yes. really, really, really I, cold. Now, it's what keeps us cool in the summer, right? But it is really, really, really cold. I lived I lived near the beach when I first moved to, to California. I was like, I didn't know how long I was going to stay here. So I said, I'm going to be close to the beach. I was four blocks away. And went like every day the first year that I you know lived yes, there. Yes. But then it's like, then you never go again. Yeah. It just kind of kind of like decreased as time went on. Yeah, just you get used to it. Two things that you take for granted are the beach and the mountains out here. And both of them are amazing to get to. Both are, are both of them are amazing to be at, but not to get to for me. Like on Saturday afternoon, I don't want to go to the beach. I don't want to go to the mountains. That's a four-hour drive. But once you're there. A four-hour drive to the mountains? Once you're there, it's just mountain so much high, fun. It's like an hour. Mountain high, but I go up to Big Bear. I, 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 you know. Uh, Lake Arrowhead's 45 minutes. You know, you're talking about Mammoth. Like, Mammoth is a bit no, of a no. trek, right? Big Bear's like two hours. With four, traffic, four it could hours. be four. Oh, yeah, no. I, I've, spent, I've spent all day Friday driving up there. But well, once you get there, it's so fun. It it's is. so fun and picturesque. And it, it's uh, the, the air is incredible. Uh, okay. If you were going to – I always thought the hard part is, like, where do you stay? Right? Like, if you stay in Santa Monica – it, it, it's it's great in Santa Monica because you walk around the promenade and you can shop there. You can go down, kind mm-hmm. of to the, be above the beach and on that park kind of above the beach. You go down the beach, but you're kind of in Santa You're kind of far away from everything else. Downtown L.A. used to be like no one stay there, right? But now there is, obviously, there's crypto. Uh, we're here, so, I mean, everybody yeah. comes here. And there's much nicer restaurants, you know, or you do Anaheim with Disneyland or whatever. Like, where would you, if you're, if you're trying to encourage people to come, where do you tell them to stay? Orange County. Because of Disneyland and then the beach, and you get more options. That's 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 where I would tell them. I agree. End. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Orange County for people not in, in Southern California, that's south of Los Angeles. Okay, Ventura County is north of Los Angeles. Or the Valley first, then then uh, then Ventura County is north of Los Angeles. You know, I mean the the thing is, everything is pretty much a with no traffic, a fifteen minute drive away, or fifteen minutes to an hour. <laughs> And then you could, if you're around long enough and you have a couple hours and you can wait till traffic's 
Santa Barbara is a couple hours away. It's pretty amazing. The mountains are a couple hours away. There's pretty much everything. I think that's a great question that I haven't really considered. Where do you stay? Yeah. I, I think Santa Monica, if you could afford it, Santa Monica is the way to go. If money is no no matter, don't go to the Hotel Cecil. I don't know if you guys saw the do- documentary downtown. or Hotel, Cecil Hotel, did you guys see that? No. Um, yeah, that that you got to Google Cecil Hotel. Don't stay there, and that's downtown. That's where we're at. But, no, that's a great Why? question. I hadn't what, even What was pondered. going on at this hotel? All these mysterious uh, things have happened, uh, deaths and, and strange occurrences at this hotel. And then the documentary actually shows this recent story of a recent tourist who went missing, and it's fascinating to see what happens. It's a great L.A. documentary, Hotel Cecil. But don't stay there if you're in town. I, I would I – would, Santa Monica is nice. Like there is – that's where I, where I lived for six and a half years. However, there is the congestion. There's the promenade. You go there once and then... Homeless people. Yeah. A lot of homeless people. There's a lot, a lot of, a lot of homeless, homeless That's people. what... Yeah. I think my best bet that I tell people is to go stay in Newport, stay in Laguna or Dana Point. Oh, uh, Laguna is yeah. ama- amazing. Now, it is... That is kind of almost other end of the earth, right? I mean, you're still a little bit away from... But it is... Yeah. It's 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 like... It's a real vacation. You know, sure. It's a real vacation and, from from reality, and you can always get in a car and drive to Los Angeles if you want to go to a Laker game, or yeah. you know, you want to get, if you're going to the Super Bowl or whatever. And there's also the San Diego option when you're down there by you guys. But when you're, when when you're down in Orange County, you can just like we'll go to San Diego today. You know, like that that could be an option as well. Where if you're where Jason and I live, you know, it's yeah, it's on another look, kids, ninety minutes. Under the drive. I think Santa Barbara is a, a great... I think most people that don't live here think Santa Barbara is kind of like where L.A. is. It's nowhere close to it distance-wise. But if I had my choice between San Diego and Santa Barbara, I think I'm going to Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. yeah. I would, I would, I would, I would agree. I would, I, would, I would tend to agree. Stuck Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports right there. There's our L.A. promo for it. But we don't, he has, when we get Anthony Anderson, we don't even doesn't even need to promo anything. I think he's on his way. I see he him is. over there yeah. chatting. Yeah. yeah. There he is. Yeah. Well... I mean, can you imagine being, by the way, Dante DiVincenzo? You're with the Milwaukee Bucks. You just beat. You won the championship last year. Well, he didn't play, but it's, was a second, it's the second time he's gotten traded to Sacramento. Because yeah. the first time in the Bogdanovich fiasco. Right. And uh, then you're like, okay, he's going to stay. Now, hey, guess what? Deja vu all over again when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Dante. But that, his name was out there. His name was out there in the Dennis Schroeder talks as well. The uh, Schroeder, by the way, going to Houston today. All right, let's uh, let's welcome in. He's Anthony Anderson. You're you're repping L.A. We were just trying to share with people, like we we're trying to do your job for you. Okay, right? that that's what it is. Um, and we were trying to like, where would you tell somebody to stay if they're coming to L.A.? Because Santa Monica, you you do feel a little you feel a little isolated from everything else because right? you're at the edge of California. You're at the water. Right. It all depends on what you want. It all depends on what you're looking for. Okay, so you're 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 walking around here. Telling people to come to L.A., right? Where would you have them stay? Well, well, first, I have to qualify that person. What are you into? Uh-huh. What do you like? What type of food do you like? What type of scenery do you want? Do you want to be in the mix or outside of the mix? Do you want to be able to dip your toe into it as soon as you walk out your door and get back in between, behind your gates? It's a whole lot. Now, that, that's all I'm saying. I like the beach. It's a different quality of life out there. It is. But I also like to be in them streets. 
Yeah. So you know. So would you do? Would you do Hollywood? Would you do downtown LA? Would you? No. No would way. Not do Hollywood. Of course not. No. I just work in Hollywood. Yes. Downtown LA. We've built up this scene. You, 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 see, you see the buildings that's, that, that's going well, up listen, around I, here. I grew up in Orange County, and I'm telling you, nobody came to downtown L.A. Not at all. 25 years ago. Not when, at all. When, when, when we were kids, no, never go there. No. Now, unbelievable yes. transformation. I'm mad that I didn't buy property downtown <laughs> L.A. years ago. Inglewood's the spot I think you're supposed to buy. Inglewood is the new... Is, is the is new. That that, that's, that's, that's supposed to be the next hot spot because yeah. you got the one stadium, then you got the arena going up, then you have yeah. restaurants and bars and everything else that's going to follow. Yeah, that, yeah. It, it's, 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 it's going to. And you know, there's a cemetery right across the street from that, too. That is true. Yeah, so I don't know. How do you feel about the Clippers are going to move to Inglewood, yeah. which is the Lakers, that's City of Champions? How are the Clippers going to be in City of Champions? Uh, because we're going to start uh, getting championships. All right? So you're a Clipper guy, not a Laker guy. I'm, I'm a Clipper guy. I grew up. I grew up a Laker fan. When did When did the switch happen? Uh, I, I, I actually, I'm a sports fan. I'm a basketball fanatic. No, no, fanatic. no, no, no. no, 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 no. Let me, let me okay. tell you. Let me tell you. I couldn't afford Clipper. I mean, I couldn't afford Laker tickets. Correct. I found myself at uh, sports arena. The sports arena yes. going to Clipper games. So once I did uh, get a chance to be able to buy t- uh, tickets, I bought tickets for both teams. So I had uh, season tickets uh, for the Clippers and for the Lakers. Now let me tell you this. My Clipper, my Laker tickets. At one point, were fifteen thousand dollars on the wood? No, not not, not on the wood. Uh, f- six rows up off the wood from behind the bench. Okay. Six rows up, yeah. fifteen thousand dollars. Yes. Same tickets for the Clippers, four thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. I I, I moved the decimal. Four hundred dollars. Yes. At that time. At that time. Wait, fifteen thousand a piece? No, fifteen thousand for two. I had I had two seats. But per game? No, not per game. I- this is this is this is this is how far back I go okay, as, okay, a, as go. a Laker uh, fan. Well, how back far back you have is having money, right? You've had money for a long time. Most uh, you've had money for a long time. Been acting for a long time. I've been acting for a long time. I have. Uh, first time you sat on the wood. Ooh. Do you remember? Uh, Twenty five years ago. Okay. All star game, Cleveland. Wait, you sat you sat on the wood the All Star game? I sat on the wood All Star game, well, Cleveland. What's what's that like? A kid from L.A. A kid from know? Compton. Okay. Cleveland, kid, Ohio. Honoring the fifty greatest players. What what is that? What what's it? What what do you guys talk about? Do you have to pay attention to the game when you're on the wood? Do you have to uh, talk to? Do you get to talk to the players? What to, is that feeling like? Got to talk to the players. Really was just amazed at the game. Uh, sat next to Ed Lover. Uh, uh, sat and talked to him all night. It, it was just it was just a surreal Ed moment. Lover. Yo MTV Raps. Yo MTV. There, there you go, baby. Come on, yeah. man. Well, um, so that was the first time I sat on the wood. Uh, 25 years ago, and now going back 25 years later, my 25-year anniversary for the 75 greatest players of all time. That's dope. Um, Magic or Kobe? Oh. Oh, man. My son's going to kill me. Um, you know the right answer. It's, the, it's just not the cool answer. It's not. Uh, uh, magic. Yes. That's the answer. Magic. It's the answer. That, yeah. They don't know. They don't realize that guy ran the whole league. Yeah, they were in. It was. They were in the finals. Seemed like every single year. Yeah, it was magic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. It was. I, I want to say magic was the one that coined the phrase three Pete, but he wasn't. He wasn't. But you know, yeah, magic. Yeah, there was. And, the- and you know, I, I'm. I'm at. You know, I'm. I'm that bridge. I'm at that age where I'm, I'm that bridge between Magic and Kobe. So, yes. you know, I, I'm, I, I ride I with you. both of them. Yeah, but, but yeah, Magic. Uh, Anthony Anderson joining us. you got a ton of things coming up, right? You have, um, you have Law & Order, which 
Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, I was always an SVU guy, or whatever. Okay, but, but I, I like that's when you when when you have it like it's I I love the. Any sort of TV show, which I don't have to have watched the previous one, doesn't have to. I don't have to. I can binge them, but every show stands unto itself, right? It does. Yeah, I, I love the the style of it. I, I think that's. Uh, I think that's a testament to the longevity uh, of all the shows, SVU and Law and Order, uh, because yeah, you're invested in the character. Yes. The characters as the detectives, but we you don't you don't know anything about their personal lives. You don't get into that because it's really about the crime. It's really about solving the crime in the city. Uh, so you can turn on, turn it on, turn it off at any given time, and still be invested in the show because that's what it is. Right, right. There's been there's other shows. I mean, I'm, I was into the practice for a long time and some of these other shows, but Law and Order just it's got it's got great longevity. Uh, we got the NAACP Image Awards. You got a ton of things, but meanwhile, you're promoting LA. Yes. And the Lakers stink right now. Stink. Yeah, they're, they're, they they hit a rough patch. They hit a rough patch. Looking at that team right now, would you think they just won a championship two years ago? No, it's it's weird. It's like they get no credit for winning it. Yeah, because it was in the bubble, pandemic year, or whatever. Yeah, but but it doesn't matter. Everybody everybody was in that bubble. Everybody was in the I, pandemic. I understand the reality of it. Yeah, I'm just telling the perception of right. it is like it almost didn't happen. Yeah, but or, it did. Or, or it's like a half championship, if you will. Yeah, it's the championship with an asterisk next to it, and I, and I think that would it would have been the way for whoever won that. But uh, the the Lakers won it. But but yeah. Yeah, man, it's 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 rough to watch. Even even though I don't root against the Lakers, I just cheer louder for the Clippers. It's it's tough to watch knowing that you know that was my dad's team, you know my family's team growing up. It was it was my team growing up, uh, and sit back and just like, yo, wow, what's going on? Uh, if I'm asking you honestly, mm-hmm. Rams guy growing up, I grew up in Orange County, and I wasn't a Rams fan. No, uh, I grew up wanting to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Of course. Uh, and then once I got older, because my dad's from Little Rock, Arkansas, so Dallas was his team. And as I got older, I gravitated towards the Raiders. So the Raiders, my team. Yes. Yeah. But Rams. So, you know, we all enjoyed, everybody else enjoyed watching the Cowboys lose the playoffs. That's like a national celebration. Oh, gosh. It was great. Like, we actually, people had days off school, off work. I know. Cowboys lost. It's plus, rough. Plus, they lost doing crazy, stupid stuff. We're it's, like, oh, it's, it was it's a celebration. It's, 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 it's rough. Has it been 25 years since yes. they've, it's, it's rough, man. Hey, listen, I'm a Charger fan. We, it's never happened. Sean <laughs> <laughs> uh, Merriman's in the building, too, man. Uh, you better watch what you got to say. Watch what you say about them, them Chargers, man. He's the one and only Anthony Anderson, of course. Uh, you got to check him out. Uh, obviously, the Blackish series finale is April 12th. April 12th. Is it? Yeah. Okay, you know more than I do. It says right there in the sheet. I, I'm, I don't have the this, sheet. This is this is like your this schedule up coming okay, up. Let me think, yeah, okay. this is what you're doing. All right. Oh man, I got to do right. that February 22nd. Okay, fe- no February February 26th is yes. uh, the NAACP Image yes. Awards. Yes. Uh, when does Law and Order? Uh, is it? The I think 20, that was the 23rd, 23rd, 22nd, 22nd, something <laughs> yes. like that. Yes. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, yeah, LA is red carpet ready, baby, for 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 uh, for the Super Bowl. You know, we got a lot going on in L.A. coming oh. up in the next. We got the Olympics coming back yes. here. Uh, yes. what, we have the U.S. Open coming here. Yeah. 
What, what, what else? So we got college a, football championship. Baseball All Star game. Baseball All Star game. If they have a season, they have the baseball All Star game. They're gonna have a season. Don't let, yes. don't let them fool you. They're gonna. We have everything. Every everything here in L.A. It's the city of champions. It's, well, that's actually Inglewood, but it's in L.A. Sort of L.A. prop, whatever. It, yeah. Well, it's in the county of Los Angeles. County of Los Angeles. This is Anthony Anderson. Anthony, thanks so much for joining. No problem. Us. Thanks for having Doug me. Doug Gottlieb rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Byer gives us a. A full rundown of what you missed from trade deadline day. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it up on game we're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments listen to up on game with me lavar arrington tj hushmanzada and plexico burris on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast from doug gottlieb show fox sports radio let's get to the press the press. Dan Byer, what do you got? It's the big story of the day, Doug. The 76ers are trading Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks to the Brooklyn Nets for James Harden. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't think James Harden's a winning player. Um, and I would probably say the same on some levels about Ben Simmons if he was your best or second best player. But this is a little bit like uh, Andrew Wiggins. The reason I thought the Andrew Wiggins thing would work in at Golden State is he's their third or fourth best scorer. He's their fourth or fifth most important player. Mm. And because of that, I, I think it could work. I think this could work with with. Uh, with Simmons as well. I, I like the net side of the deal. Do you huh. think on the Sixers side of things, I, I will just say this, I don't know if there's another player of that caliber that they could have acquired. Agreed. But he's up this summer. Uh, if, if you give him an extension that at the end of the deal pays him $61 million when he's 31, 38 years old, uh, I, I think it's... People say, like, you only tra- trade for him if you're going to sign him. Like, I don't want to sign him. No, thank you. Not James Harden exactly. for $60 million. There was this other report today from the NFL, from the Athletics, saying that there's a gap between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson when it comes to a contract. The Athletic report also had a bit of a commentary in saying that it isn't now necessarily a done deal that Lamar gets a long-term deal with Baltimore. I, I, look, I, I think there's some negotiating there because he's been banged, banged up a little bit and because they, they his backup saw some success year and making no salary. I got the latest lines of the world of sports. The Better Sportsbook. Better is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Game prompt call one in her game. One more story. A uh, couple more for it. No, just kidding. We're done. That's it. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. <laughs> Unbelievable guest list. Uh, we'll post them all. If you missed any, download the Doug Gottlieb show. Check it out on Facebook, wherever you download podcasts. More to come here from Radio Row. This is the Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio.